Yo, what is up, guys? We got a really exciting episode ahead of us. But before we do that, we're going to do a quick ad read. But to make sure you stay enticed, I want to let you all know we got Andre Skubal, the Pokemon 2022 world champion, here for an interview. It's an awesome interview. Had a ton of fun together. But again, we're going to dive to a quick ad read before that. JW? Manscaped is the presenting sponsor of the Tag Team Pokemon podcast, and we couldn't be more excited. Manscaped was one of the most important parts of not only my trip to London, but also my top 64 finish at the World Championships. Couldn't have done it without them. The deodorant keeping me smelling fresh, the ear and nose hair trimmer keeping me looking fresh, and the Boxers 2.0, keeping me feeling fresh. This is the whole package. It seriously is. They got the, the ultimate care package to make sure that all of your stuff is taken care of. And the great news is that Tag Team is partnering with Manscaped to make sure that you can get the best deals on Manscaped products. So all you have to do is waddle on over to manscaped.com, open that up in your browser, on your phone, whatever, Put some things in your cart, and when you get to check out and see that fateful code entry screen, all you have to do is type in tag team, and you'll get not only 20% off, but free shipping. And let me tell you, nobody wants to pay for shipping in the year 2022. So be sure to use our code at checkout. Check out some awesome products. They're really perfect for like the nerd hobby space because it keeps you fresh and looking good and feeling good. I mean, what more do you want when you're sitting down to play a game of Pokemon? Especially for 10 hours. Especially for 10 hours. 2022 regional schedules out there. We know you want to feel good when you're sitting down in that seat in Baltimore a few weeks. So make sure you pop over, get your order in now, and use code TAGTEAM at checkout. Yeah, we really appreciate Manscaped for sponsoring the cast. And thank you guys for supporting the cast by purchasing at Manscaped. That's manscaped.com code TAGTEAM for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped.com code TAGTEAM, 20% off plus free shipping thank you so much for manscaped to manscaped for sponsoring the cast and let's go and jump in to our interview with andre all right what is up guys welcome back to tag team the pokemon trading card games premier podcasting duo joined today by a very special guest and the most recent pokemon trading card game masters division world champion andre scubal andre how's it going today Hello, doing very fine. How's this completely completely gloss over me? That's fine. <laughs> I, I'm still here, guys. But well, I don't. I think less people care about you. If I'm being <laughs> true, that's, honest. honestly, that's fair. <laughs> How does it feel to be the world champion, man? Has it set in? No, not yet. It's not yet. Still, it's unreal. I'm still waiting for the moment to set it. <laughs> What maybe you when you see yourself on the screen next year where yeah, they're showing all the champions. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, like, what do you think, what, what would be the break point for you? Or it's like, oh, of course, like, I'm the world champion. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, no idea. <laughs> I think it's probably too late for me to realize that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a forgotten moment in history at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a blur. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on your excellent finish the World Championship. Really dominating fashion with the Pikachu V-Barrel deck. 
uh, was not a deck I feel like a lot of people were hyping up into the World Championship. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you arrived at Pikachu Arceus B-Barrel? Yeah, it was a long, long journey because like I didn't play NAIC and I needed to like play the decks that were good at NAIC. So I, I started Arceus Inteleon and played like six weeks with it basically and oh, wow. came to a realization that it didn't have a good Palkia matchup. So yeah, then I went with Palkia, played a lot of games with that and I didn't feel comfortable in Mirror. So I tried to basically find something else. And basically the main point for me was finding a good deck that has like a good chance against Palkia going second. And mm. Mm. that probably, uh, when you think about that, then the best choice is probably Arceus Pikachu. Yeah. So that's the way we came across this deck. I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, talk a little bit about the Decidueye as well. So, you know, when we saw Azul at NAIC, obviously Crobat was the primary partner. What inspired you to pivot to that Hisuian Decidueye as the secondary attacker? Yeah, I, I thought that Arceus Inteleon would be really popular even at Worlds. Mm-hmm. And when I played Arceus Inteleon myself for the couple of weeks, I always like beat Arceus Pikachu. Like there was n- not a real way they can beat me. Mm. So I needed to find a way. And I think I think Decidueye, the 2-2 two, two line with four boss and one Illuminion beats even like Dance Person to Ordinary Rod. So. Very nice. Yeah, definitely. It was kind of funny because actually Riley and I and a few of our friends also played Arceus, yeah. Pikachu, Hisuian, Decidueye. <laughs> I think maybe like three cards different. We didn't have the Lumineon. We didn't have the fourth boss, which I think would be cards that we would definitely consider including uh, hmm. were we to play the deck in the future. But... Uh, it's just kind of funny. Yeah, we felt the same way against the Arceus and Talion where when we were trying Azul's list, you know, when he had the Charon's Cares, we weren't really able to overcome yeah, like... their healing <laughs> with our healing. And so we scrapped the Charon's pretty quickly. And then yeah, I, even, that... I even, yeah, I even think that uh, it's correct to play two Pulpet in Arceus in Talion. So like, there's no way to Charon, just two Charon in Arceus Pikachu like, helped in any way. Right. Yeah, and it's of course you're obviously much less likely to have it on a given turn than yeah, sure. uh, the Inteleon deck because they can grab it. I mean, that, that makes a ton of sense. The Palkia matchup, of course, being kind of the premier matchup going into the World Championship and obviously a matchup that you encountered many times <laughs> throughout at, at least the top cut. Um, talk a little bit about how many Palkias you faced and how that matchup ended up playing out. I, I didn't face any in the top cut, actually. Oh, my mistake. I, I'm mixing up Arceus yeah. Pikachu's. <laughs> yeah, I, I faced new and then two mirrors. There you uh, go. But yeah. in Swiss, I faced seven Palkia. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no no wonder um, you were able to make top eight. <laughs> <laughs> and did you I mean, the matchup isn't that free. But... No, it's not that free. It's it, You're totally right. I ended up playing kind of similar to you in day one seven palkias and it was funny because i you know not to not to like overtake but yeah i was i was losing some of those palkia matchups and i'm like what's going on here because they can just go so fast right and yeah so, i think when they i think when they play the four vip pass one zigzagoon belt they have a pretty strong chance when going second, going first yeah absolutely so what were 
what were some strategies that you were using when you were going into the Palkia matchup? Like, what were you thinking about heading into that matchup? I think the most important part is not benching Bidoof in a wrong spot. Like, when you go second, you cannot even, like, whenever they have Palkia on bench, when they go first, you cannot bench Bidoof because then they can, like, do 90 Bidoof, 90 Pikachu, and you just lose the race. So I think that's the most important part of the matchup. That makes a lot of sense. We arrived at a very similar conclusion that Bidoof could really get in the way. Um, what ended up being your final record against Palkia, having played seven of them? Uh, 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 well, I went 6-0-2, so that was 5-0-2, yeah. One of them being ID. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, definitely showed the Palkias who was boss in the <laughs> World Championship there. That's I actually awesome. felt like the Japanese players with Palkia like had no idea how to play against me. It was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah no, that's that's really interesting that you say. And I think their builds were a little less aggressive than kind of mm. the American builds with, mm. like you were saying, the four VIP pass. I was seeing a lot of online tournaments play like the one VIP pass. And, and a lot yeah. of the Palkia decks that I played, a lot of the Japanese players were playing three Arita and one VIP pass, which really mm. kind of hindered their setup in the beginning. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's always an interesting part of the World Championship is you get the different flavors from the different mm -hmm. areas of the world who just play the game in slightly different ways. Um, how about those mirrors then? What was your approach to make sure that you were successful in the mirror? Or did it really just come down to you had a more consistent version of the deck? Oh, yeah. I mean, in the end, yeah. But uh, I think it's still really important whoever like uses either Trinity Charge or Trinity Nova first. Mm. and yeah and it's very important to like uh spread the energy correctly because like uh you cannot have like dc on pikachu right because then you don't one shot the opposing pikachu so like you need to put three there yeah and one on the decidui so that that was important as well mm. just like having the correct mindset for the mirror that makes sense Sure. I actually needed to learn the mirror, how it works in the first game in top four against Ryan. <laughs> it seems like you navigated it plenty well while yeah. you were learning there. That's awesome. So diving, taking a step back maybe into the deck building, what were like the last couple cards that made it into the list? Like what were the things that you were maybe on the fence about or debating and how did they end up making the cut? We played the deck for like last 12 days or so before Worlds and uh, for like 10 days I didn't have Raihan there. But mm. then I realized that going second against Palkia you probably need it. So mm. that was the like 60th card. And then uh, for sure I wasn't sure if I'm going to include the dark package or not. Like uh, that was a still possibility that uh if i expected a lot of new to be union day two i would just go with like three darkness energy crowbat vmax but uh, i didn't like it so i didn't go with it after all mm. in the end that makes a ton of sense it's actually really interesting not to toot our own horse but we ended up having like a lot of very similar thought processes when we arrived at these decks so it's cool to see like different groups like reach similar did, ideas. did you play roxane or not no. Oh, no way. <laughs> no, we were trying to play as many live cards as possible yeah, in those yeah. early turns. Because, like, when it, like, I think Marnie Path, and you would probably agree with this, Marnie Path is 
pretty much as good and you can activate it from the first turn. Yeah. So if it gets yeah, to the yeah. late game with that deck and you're not able to stick them already with a Marty Path, then Roxanne is just kind of a win more card. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I it was kind of funny though, we also like just did not respect Mew. <laughs> and it turned out to be for the most part the right choice. Now your top eight match with Mew got a little bit dicey. Can you walk us through what you were thinking in <laughs> games two and three with the cramomatics yeah game game two i was like losing from the get-go like there was nothing uh -huh. i could have done but the game three uh, when i started the decidui and saw the meloetta against me like what can i do and, <laughs> and i just put the peak down and prayed and it worked yeah <laughs> i yeah i remember watching that from my hotel room and see you start the Decidueye, and I'm like, no, the Mew is going to slip through, and it's going to hit the yeah. Arceus Pikachus over and over, and it's going to be a disaster. But then when that, I think there was a Kramomatic on the turn one of that game, right? As yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. My heart would have beat right out of my chest in that moment. He had like two two battle VIP pass and Kramomating and something, and he needed that. <laughs> When you reach the point when you're actually like taking multi prize knockouts by attacking with Decidueye, that's when I knew you were probably gonna win, even though yeah, you yeah. started that guy. <laughs> I even like couldn't take the first prize with the Decidueye because like I needed to set up another attacker, so like, yeah. I needed to mountain hunt first. Yeah, <laughs> but a pretty good I... attack, yeah, you know. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. all things considered. But it's like uh, I gotta. Um, um... Slow play penalty for like warning for for the mountain hunt because like I had no idea what to go for. And, like, <laughs> time, but... <laughs> That's funny. Well, you ended up picking the right cards clearly because <laughs> that yeah. match ended, ended up working out. So that's awesome stuff. So we talked about some of your matchups. We talked about the deck building. You know, a lot of folks listen to this cast and they're interested in how they can improve. And I think they would be interested to hear from a world champion, you know, what are some of the steps they can take to maybe improve their deck building or improve their preparation heading into an event? JW and I are, are big on the prep side of things. You know, what are some of your thoughts about how players can continue to grow in their skills? Yeah, uh, when we talk about the deck list that I ended up playing, like you can see that I played a, four, a lot of fours, because like, uh, we started up with three path to the peak and then three boss, but ended up on four of each. So like, I think that was a key to my success, like a big key to my success. But uh, uh, when we like talking about the general mindset of how to play the game, like uh, I think I always say that like the most important thing is not blame everything on luck. Like just like uh, see the mistakes that uh, actually you make in the game, and then like don't just like blame everything on luck. Yeah, having that, that kind sense. of like critical approach yeah. as opposed to yeah, 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 um, you know, removing all responsibility so to speak from yourself. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. How long have you been playing the game for, Andre? Uh, it's like 11 years, I checked. I started with Hargo, so Silver Triumph. And so... <laughs> very nice. That's yeah, that's, awesome. about, that's about when I started too. So very cool. Yeah. I, I just have like really fond memories of HeartGold, Soul Silver. I don't know how many yeah, times yeah. you played in that format, but I love the baby flips. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was very nice, yes. <laughs> 
maybe doing a little bit of a throwback moment as now that you're kind of reflecting as the world champion what is the favorite deck that you've played over the course of those 11 years the favorite deck uh i really liked like quad sigilif deck that was like a <laughs> deck. that was so degenerate <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but but my favorite card like ever is probably Spiritum from Unbroken Bonds because like it has insane synergy between the like uh, the ability and the attack. So I really like that one. That's a really cool card. I agree. The decks that came out of the Spiritum were were always awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it seems like you know things are generally going well. I mean, we talked a lot about Pokemon. I'd also be curious to. Kind of get to know you a little bit as a person you know what do you do outside of pokemon yeah so i've been studying for four years at medicine university so i'm trying to finish that along with playing some pokemon as well <laughs> like yeah. uh, after the covid um i played like half of the events in europe was like i had exams and i didn't really have time to play that so yeah i didn't go to naic because of that Mm. yeah so i have like three years left of medicine so hopefully gonna finish that it's a very noble choice of profession <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you want to are you doing any specialization yeah the, like medicine? the spe specialization is after the six years of studying oh, but uh, okay. i want to be like neurologist or psychiatrist something along those lines That's... something with the brain yeah 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 uh, seriously awesome. i've always been interested in yeah like uh, why people do things that they do like for what reasons me too man. me too man <laughs> <laughs> it's cool it's really cool i was i almost became uh like a neuropsychology major but nice did biomedical engineering instead so i can still relate though to <laughs> the kind of stuff that you're doing i instead work with the medical records now so. mm -hmm. yeah so andre what about this world championship win like how do you how does it kind of impact or how has it impacted your life like do you walk around now with more swagger is this something that That's you bring really. up at parties um is there anything that like changes about your situation like with the money are you able to pay um for certain things that you weren't able to before like just walk me through kind of what has affected your life now that you're the world champ yeah, I'm not really saying it myself that I'm a world champion, but my friends tend to do it. So, like, I'm kind of <laughs> in a weird situation often. Like, <laughs> yeah, because, like, uh, people that don't know Pokemon, don't play Pokemon, like, uh, there's something in card games, Pokemon card games. Like, there's a world championship. People play that. Like, yeah, it's kind of weird. But like, we all used to it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah and about a money situation, like, yeah, like, it's a lot of money. And uh yeah i guess like are, are you plan? do you have any plans like do you, are you planning on taking a trip or are you gonna put it back into pokemon no 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 i'm just gonna like save money for future like uh some apartments in like longer run <laughs> that's a very responsible life choice <laughs> the the med school into save the money maneuver is very very responsible for you <laughs> It's actually, I, I don't know if it's the same in America, but it's really expensive to buy like uh, apartments and houses here in Czech Republic now. So. Oh, trust me, it is. <laughs> it's very yeah, expensive right. here too. 
yeah i i, I wholeheartedly support your life choices <laughs> from everything you've described seems like you're on a very good path thank you <laughs> well that's all awesome i think we're hitting a great point where we can go into a little bit about a card of the day what do you think gw yeah absolutely so andre this is our weekly segment where we highlight a particular card that maybe is fun or interesting or important uh and we thought it would be fun if you could share a card that you think is particularly cool for this week's card of the day yeah so as i already talked about the safeguard cards i really like the plasma storm clinklang that had the plasma steel ability yeah <laughs> there you go that's really cool. Did you use it in any like major tournaments? Have big results? Yes, with it? I, I was I was a senior back then, and I uh, finished second at the regionals because of the card. Yeah, thanks. Excellent. To what did you end up losing to? Yeah, I actually ended up losing to like uh, big basics decks. I don't really remember what was in there, but like he had like zero to nothing outs against me. But like I, I got like double price penalties or something like that. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> oh jeez! Game losses and stuff like. That. <laughs> oh no! Dark era for Clank yeah. Clang in the finals. That's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. So, okay, any other uh, safeguard Pokemon? You mentioned the the Sigilyph, the the Clang Clang. Have you played any of the others that have been around? Yeah, Suicune, I, I played, yeah, I played the Pink, Pink Ninetales, the mm-hmm. uh, Fairy Ninetales. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, at the, I think it was Last Worlds, probably. Like, I got baiting, baited into playing the Behem deck with, like... <laughs> no way. Yeah. That was definitely a bait. Yeah. That's so awesome. that didn't go really well. <laughs> Did you ever play the uh, the Hoopa deck, the attacking Hoopa deck? No, 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 no. no. I, I, didn't re- I don't even remember, like, what was in the deck. I never played that, no. Yeah, it was, like, Max Elixirs and Dumb oh, yeah. and Hoopa. <laughs> That's it. Mediocre <laughs> deck. It just, it's just safeguard was the only good part, I think. <laughs> awesome. Were there any other safeguards? Altaria. 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 Decidueye. Suicune. Decidueye. Yeah, I didn't play any safeguard like in the last two years. No. Hmm. Kind of gotten over it. Huh? <laughs> the BM left yeah. you with a <laughs> bad taste in your mouth. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate but maybe not unwarranted either <laughs> excellent um so let's just dive right back into it then um overall like how was your experience at this world championships i thought this one was like a really awesomely run worlds like it was a big spectacle very cool how how do you think this experience compares to other worlds that you've attended in your 11 years of playing yeah, I went to three worlds before London, and like uh, for us Europeans, I think it was like in general a different experience to have like something in in London, like nearby. So like, uh, yeah, just a different experience, like uh, flying somewhere for like ten hours, eight hours, and then queuing outside of the Washington uh, Washington uh, playing area. Yeah. yeah, but I liked the worlds. Like the organization was like awesome. 
Absolutely. How'd it feel to be up on that big stage with the yeah. whole crowd around you? Yeah, that was massive. Yeah, yeah the stage in general was like great. It, it looked like a cinema, right? Yeah. Like with the with the seats there. Yeah. My first Worlds was uh, San Francisco, and, and like the competitive play uh, ever since, like San Francisco improved so much, like it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did you feel like extra pressure while you were on stage? Uh, was not it, not like, really. No. At all? Yeah, I was like nervous really before going on the stage, but when I'm on the stage, I feel like I, I play like if it was another any other match. That's true, all the way up mm -hmm. to the finals too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Were you able to I do was... some? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was like dying before the finals, like waiting for four hours, but then it was all right. <laughs> Were you able to get some testing in the night before finals? No, with no, the no, deck? I didn't. I didn't test at all. <laughs> we just went out <laughs> drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was already celebrating the finals. Like, I needed to do that. So, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so how many do you think you had before mm. you know the night before yeah i, I didn't have that much like we had, <laughs> we ended up like 1 a.m so it was fine. <laughs> okay that's very reasonable very reasonable yeah. <laughs> that is that's so cool <laughs> coolest world championship award definitely goes to you <laughs> did you feel any repercussions of that like the next morning <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> <was> good. Fine. <laughs> good. <laughs> That's so cool. Do you ever plan to like go back and rewatch your games from the top cut in the event that they're all yeah, streamed? Yeah, I've already rewatched the games, like uh, trying to figure out if I misplayed somewhere or something like that. But I, I never rewatched my interviews because, like, I, I really cringe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're doing a pretty good job at this one, at least. You know, did you find <laughs> spot any misplays while you were there? Oh, there, there are like questionable plays that like uh, I don't, I don't know if you watched my games, but then like uh, against Daichi game two, I like uh, bench late game Arceus with capture energy just like to thin my hand, but I could have like left space for Pumkabu and Crobat to like draw more, mm -hmm. and I'm not sure what's like correct play, but yeah, it's like mm -hmm. small small difference, I think. Yeah, those kind of like micro decisions that add up yeah, on the yeah. game. Makes sense there. It's hard to always judge too, like thinning versus leaving outs. It's yeah, like, it gets tucked away at a certain point, for sure. So, at this point though, the World Championships is behind us, but there's also more events to come that are still in this format. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> it is definitely weird. What are your thoughts about, like, while we're still in this format, should people still play Arceus Pikachu Decidueye? Should they pivot to new strategies? You know, we got Baltimore yeah, coming I, up. And just, I like, think this deck is actually, is actually fine going forward. But I, I really like the Arceus Agron deck that, like, got top 16 by Adam Hall. Okay. I think it has a good matchup against Arceus as Decidueye Pikachu. So we will see about that. And I actually got really surprised that Regigigas got uh, like 17th and yeah, it also had another player. Too. It also had yeah, another yeah, player yeah. in the top 32. Yeah, but I didn't see the deck list. I don't think they 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 uh they showed the list. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think Reggie is a good potential play? Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, I like the four choice belt because like when I, whenever I was testing Regigas, I didn't even like consistently beat Palkia. So four choice belt definitely helps with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four choice belt and then the stadiums, the Pokestops. Yeah, 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 Is there anything that you would change if if Arceus Pikachu is still like a pretty solid deck? Is there anything you would change from your world's winning list to adjust for the upcoming meta? Yeah, I mean, Dance Pairs might be all right, but I'm not sure if... Yeah. It's kind of interesting, yeah. right? Like, it's the yeah, same... Yeah, like the price trade would work, I'm not sure. Yeah, I I played a an Arceus Pikachu Bibarel deck with a Dunsparce, and it was kind of that same idea that you were talking about earlier with the Arceus Inteleon, where I just early was able to boss it up, and then it made it really awkward because I was able to... Yeah go through an Arceus and then a flying Pikachu. And that was the end of the game. Right. Yeah, and and with that deck, with that deck, he wasn't playing to my knowledge, an ordinary rod, or I didn't see it come into play, you know, in a reasonable amount of time. So he wasn't able to get it back. And I think maybe if he was able to get it back, then it'd be harder to exchange, but it's the same, same kind of idea. I mean, it's, there. it's it's not an Intellion deck, right? So like playing yeah. ordinary rod is like, so, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's kind of the the fate of the B Barrel decks. You just want to max out your, your yeah. counts of every card so you can draw them off the B Barrel. Yeah, but the 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 one Rayhan is uh, is great, right? Because you have the like uh, Starbirth ability turn two, so like absolutely. Yeah, Starbirth, amazing ability. Gotta say, <laughs> searching for two cards for whatever good. reason. For whatever reason, that ability is good. I don't <laughs> I don't understand. Same with Star Portal. I just was like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there any cards you're looking forward to from the upcoming set, Lost Origins? Well, I mean, uh, to be fair, I didn't even check the next set. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. Was I know there's some Giratina, but that's it. <laughs> well, when are you gonna touch cards again? I know we were talking before the cast that you haven't played a game of Pokemon since. Yeah, Worlds? so like Bilbao in Europe is what like fourteen day in fourteen days. So like uh, after one days. week, I will. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> just one more week chilling and then <laughs> and then back on the grind. Yeah, I think you've earned it. To be fair, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can spike. You can spike Bilbao without even thinking about it. Probably. <laughs> That's awesome. Is there any other like new things that you would recommend people try for events like Bilbao in Baltimore in the coming weeks? Uh, any decks on your mind at the moment? Just like try different stage ones in Arceus. I think it, I think like making any Arceus deck is pretty like funny, fun, and yeah, there there might be something that like hasn't been discovered yet. I think. Uh oh! Sounds like he has something up his sleeve. <laughs> I just heard some like crazy ideas, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, looking forward to to seeing you perform at Bilbao with whatever Thank crazy you. Arceus Stage One concoction <laughs> you bring at that point. Be it Pikachu or Decidueye or Agra. I might play Reggie Gascos or Reggie. <laughs> Just Reggie. for fun. I mean, you you already have an invite for the next world, so yeah, this whole yeah, season cool. is just playing for fun. 
and it's even like special event for us not like baltimore region so like whatever yeah what are your thoughts about the upcoming worlds being in japan is that something exciting to you yeah sure like uh i mean i already have like a paid travel award for being the world champion so like yeah that counts i guess <laughs> maybe not i've as never been to japan place, so yeah. that's awesome is there anything have you're you... really excited to do while you're there mm. i mean uh i made friends with the top four uh, japanese guys so they already like told me that i might go to a restaurant with them so like i'm looking oh wow that's really cool <laughs> yeah It'll be a ton of fun. Yeah. I love that. So Worlds in Japan got the paid trip, got the Japanese contacts already. I mean, large and in charge I, over here. I, I need to make the day two, like, so I need to play the, the whole season to, to skip yeah. day one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So you gotta you gotta put some prep work in. You gotta Yeah. And I've never yeah. been to Australia, so I actually wanted to go to like whatever Sydney and or Melbourne the the internationals will be in. Yeah, Riley, you've you've been right. Australia, no. Oh, okay. You've only been to Latin America. I've been to Latin America and EUIC and NAIC, obviously, but not. Gotcha. Yeah, Australia. I've played those three as well, but never, never Australia. It's really far. <laughs> yeah. It's really expensive and far. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got a, you got a little bit of money lying around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's super exciting. Yeah, I'm sure many people will be watching your upcoming season with bated breath to see how the world champion uh, takes <laughs> yeah. down another season of Pokemon. Are there any other recommendations you would give to folks listening to the cast as they move forward here? Play Bibaro. <laughs> Play Bibaro. <laughs> Preach. So true. Preach. That's facts. <laughs> Especially, you know, come post rotation, Barrel's the guy, you know. There's yeah, no yeah. Like, what else? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Last question about the future. What are your thoughts about the upcoming uh, mechanic, I guess, of the EX Pokemon coming back? Yeah, it looks promising. I think they when when they when they made this announcement, I was like backstage with Daichi waiting for the ceremonial final, and uh, I think they announced like something about a, a like a mechanic of cards that can get you back into the game, like something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned come back. So I'm excited about that as well. I wonder what they will cook up. If you could pick like any card or mechanic to reintroduce into the game what would you choose hmm. <laughs> i mean i, I always like like one prize decks and the, 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 there's like no single one prize deck that you can play now so like uh yeah we can i i would like be happy with just like having one prize decks back <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's like an obvious fix do you think it's just like the one prizes aren't good enough right now or is like the cards I mean, around them aren't good enough i mean the uh when the one prizes were good the two prizes had like 180 hp and now the two prizes had 280 hp so that's not not ideal <laughs> <laughs> and more hp to come i'm sure yeah, yeah. yeah i think that's that's pretty valid um 
maybe a card like N, for example, could help also bolster. Uh, I'm not sure if I liked N that You don't much. like N? Like, uh, like, it's a good comeback card, but uh, I'm not sure if I liked it back then. Mm -hmm. Maybe awesome. my point of view would change now, but yeah, I didn't like it back then that much. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I kind of do too, but I know N's been... <laughs> <laughs> and gets a lot of uh, praise on the, the online sphere, so be remiss not to mention him. In terms of comeback cards, what is like your ideal version of a comeback card? What would that look yeah, like? Yeah, I'm thinking about it right now, and I'm not sure what would be ideal for the game like mechanics right now. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's perfect. Maybe <laughs> maybe the game maybe, is perfect. Maybe Roxanne, <laughs> yeah, maybe Roxanne maybe. is the perfect comic card. Yeah. The game is in a perfect spot. Never change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out something, but like no idea right now. <laughs> That's fair. It's a pretty open-ended question. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't expect you to, to have the solution to the Pokemon training card game <laughs> off the top of your head. That's something for the game designers to find out and for us to abuse. Oh. <laughs> yeah well that's all awesome stuff here as we start to wrap up today what any final thoughts you want to give to our listeners play me barrel play, yeah, play barrel. me barrel and just try to enjoy the game i actually think that the game is like in an okay state now it used to be worse so like yeah just enjoy what we have <laughs> that's fair like that. any plugs or shout outs you want to give as we hit the end of this, the cast here today. And shout out to my European friends and my CCG team and Miloslav Poslenyi and Gabor van Man and thank you guys. <laughs> Excellent. Well, there it is. Well, thank you so much, Andre, for joining us here today. It was really great to have it's you on the cast. It's a pleasure having you. Hopefully it's not too late over there as we're recording. Yeah, it's all right. It's 2 a.m. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You can still get a hopefully a restful night of sleep before tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we loved having you. It was a great conversation, and we're looking forward to seeing you go forward here. Be sure to say hi if Thank you're you. at an event. Sure. And with that, that'll be it for today, and we will catch you all next time. Peace. See you.